guys I want to talk about being adopted you are adopted you've been adopted into the body of Christ been adopted to a great big old family family of God household of faith if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior that means you're joint heirs with him you're part of a great big family because you have been adopted now tonight we're gonna to go over what does that mean to be adopted what does that mean to be a part of the family of God? What does the adopted mean? I think it's very important in this day and age for us to understand that God, he is the one that introduced the adoption process. And we, as believers, talking to believers now, we should understand that God is in the adoption process because he's adopted us into his family. Yes, I said family. I did not say church. I said into his family. We got to understand that. Which is why Jesus in the beginning said, "We he, the disciples asked him, teach us how to play, how to pray. And he said, what did he say? Our Father. Uh, Jesus came to introduce us to God the Father, to the family. So let's get into it. It starts with in the very beginning. <laughs> so it goes even prior before that. You ever thought about that? Let's go to Genesis. The book of Genesis, it mentions... Genesis chapter 1, of course, in the very beginning, the first mention, <laughs> here we go, in the first chapter, is stated in verse, chapter 1, verse 27, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female he created them let's say that again because most of the time when we quote this we said god created man in the image of god but we must quote it right he it says here i'm talking to the beloved talking to the body of christ now let me remind you what the scripture said verse ch chapter 1 verse 27 it said god created male and female he created them in his own image them this is plural Speaking of male and female in his own image. So what does this got to do with adoption? A lot. Because the very beginning, the very first people, come on, let's do Bible study here, was who? Adam and who? Eve. You ever thought about Adam and Eve never had parents? <laughs> but yet God placed them in a garden and provided everything before. I think about this. Like even before he made the male and the female, the first, our first people, right? They were, they didn't go through the born, born again process, but God became a father unto them. He was their father. Notice this. Why do you say that, Raven? Because just like a father, he provided for them. He provided for them. Why do you say that? We'll go back in Genesis. You read how Eden began. First of all, it was always water. Think about it. In the very beginning, it's always water, which is something necessary for us life, right? Water always existed, okay? And which, <laughs> what you already know, we cannot even survive without water. So God, <laughs> he, he didn't put man in something that he couldn't survive without. He provided water for them. He provided food for them. Remember he told them that they eat from and good foods, nothing bad, right? So he provided for them and he planted a garden. I love how in the Bible it says God actually planted a garden. So he provided for them before he even created them. 
okay? And in the beginning, it's like God is providing for them just like a heavenly father. And they didn't have any parents. But guess who they learned from how to be parents themselves? God. Because he was the perfect example for them. He provided for them even when they sinned. Guess what? He covered them. <laughs> he even covered them. You even see the redemption process as a loving father, even in the Genesis story. So we know in the very beginning, it's like God God created them and he showed them the example. They didn't have, because many of us today, it's like, well, I don't have, they, we use that as excuse. I didn't have the example as a mother and father. Well, we, it's time for us to go back to the scriptures and what it says about being a, a father and a mother. Because they, Adam and Eve, they didn't have a mother and a father as an example. So, and it says they walk with God. Okay, they walk with him. He spoke with them. And so they didn't have any parents. So the first one they knew of was, is of God. You got to understand that. So to me, you have to go from the beginning. He created them, and it's so important. We had to start in the beginning because that's that's the foundation. You were created by God. You created in the image of God, and from the very beginning, He provided for you as that loving Father. <laughs> so we gotta go back from the beginning stages. What does that mean? I often think about that. My goodness, Adam didn't have no father. God's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I provided everything, everything they needed. And this is what we got to go back from the beginning. Now, all of us looking for examples, that perfect example, in which we already know we're gonna, they're going to be lacking as parents, which is why we need to learn from God. We need to go back to the Holy Scriptures and back from the beginning. So that is foundation. Another thing I want to say in Isaiah 43, let me go there because I really... But like it's important to read from the scriptures that example. Did you know that God said that you were created for his glory? Yes, you were created for the glory of God. Because I wanted to set the foundation that you are unique, special, image barrier. There's no one like you here on earth. So Isaiah 43, verse, verse 7 says, Everyone... Who was called by my name, everyone who's called by my name, whom I have created for my glory. I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. So you were created for the glory of God. I think of the example. Remember the example about the blind man, even even Jesus' disciples, like Jesus, I, we want to know um, who sinned. Did this man sin or did his parents sin? Because he was born and he was blind. You know, like all his life. So who's sin? <laughs> we automatically wouldn't think something wrong. And God was, you know, his response was, no, neither. This is for the glory of God. For the glory of God. So just think about it. Every last one of us <laughs> display, as we display, we're image barriers, a reflection of God. We're put on this earth to display the glory of God. Isn't that interesting? Created for his glory. Created. Oh, glory. No wonder why the scripture says we are his workmanship, right? Let's go back to the adoption process. As stated in Galatians chapter 3. We're going to New Testament now. Galatians chapter 3. We're going to go into Galatians as well as the book of Romans. Put your finger there. Let's look at the scripture. It's very important for we. But the, what the scripture says, head into Galatians, I'm even turning myself. 
I want to read it directly from the scripture. I don't want to make this up. Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. It says, but you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many as you were baptized in Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave or free. There's neither male or female, but you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to promise. Now, I love how, let's keep going in Galatians chapter 4. I love how it says, but in the fullness of time have come. And it says, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ from all the slave, though he sees the master of it, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the father. Even so, we, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman. Let's get this straight. That's what makes women so special. We are incubators of life. You ever thought about that? Born of a woman, born underneath the law to redeem those who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. Verse 6, and because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, what? Abba, Father. Therefore, you no longer are a slave. We got to, I'm talking to the beloved now, I'm talking to believers now. We got to get out of that enslavement mentality. To the, we enslaved to the things of the world. We enslaved to money, power, and fame. We enslaved to what someone told us who we are. You got to get out of that enslavement mentality. But you are indeed a son. That is your identity, son or daughter. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ Jesus. Let's say it again. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts where you can cry out, Abba, Father, in prayer. This is personal. This is personal. Just like it, just like in the beginning, you could go and cry out to God. He makes that provision for you. He meets all our needs according to what? His riches and glory. Just like he did with, with Adam. He provided everything they need. Okay, the problem is we get enslaved to the things of this world, what somebody has said, just like we get caught up. What someone else had told us we are, you are this, you are it. No, you are a son or, or daughter. If we could just go back to that, you are a son or a daughter. Again, I'm talking to believers now. <laughs> Let's go to Romans chapter 8. It says, therefore, Romans chapter 8, verse 12. It says, therefore, brethren... We are debtors, not to the flesh. You live according to the flesh, but according to the flesh you will die. But if the spirit you put to death, the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit again of adoption to fear, okay? But you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, there go that word again. Okay, I'm telling you, you get your identity from God the Father. I love that. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are indeed children of God. And if children, then heirs. <laughs> you got heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. You are part of the family 
image of God. You are not by yourself. You have been adopted into the family of God. You are part of the household of faith. Like Paul talks about in Ephesians, you're part of the household of faith. Fellowship with the saints. You are a body. You're a family. It's time for us to start acting like it, beloved. You are family. And the beginning of that, the beginning of that, I'm wrapping it up, is the birthing process. So in order for you to go through the... Isn't this so interesting? Think about the birthing process. When a baby is born and getting ready to be born, what happens? Even the doctors say, okay, the baby has dropped and they turn, do a turning. It's like they drop and turn and almost like their head begins to go down because they get ready to come out. And so it's time for us to humble ourselves and go back to the beginning of who God said we are. Humble yourself before God. Okay, beloved, humble yourself and get your identity before God the Father. And if you do not, even if you don't know the Lord, it's time for you to still humble yourself. Descend. <laughs> like they say, the baby begins to descend down. You descend down, humble yourself, and then they do a turning. And it's interesting, no one talks about this because repentance means to turn, to change. So it's time for you, to beloved, to change your way of thinking. Not about who, who everybody said you was, the world claim you are. Your uncle told you is about what God, what God says you are. It's time for you to do a change of thinking. Okay, turn. That's what that means. Like the baby, humble yourself, descend, and do a turning. <laughs> turn, because it's time to humble yourself and do a turn. It's time. And what happens next? The baby begin begin to descend, and he. They say when before the baby comes out, it's like the. The doctors, you ever heard, they say, I see the crown of the head. Okay? Isn't that interesting? I see the crown of the head. And this is why it's taught. This is why we got to humble ourselves and get our identity in Christ. Because so you'll know who you are, beloved. Because you are to be crowned. Okay? Your heavenly father is the king of kings, lord of lords. So that makes you royalty. So it's time for you to accept the adoption process. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Descend. Turn. Change your way of thinking. Change your actions. And accept your crown, beloved. I like every book of Revelation said, don't let anyone take away your crown. Because that's the process of birthing. Isn't that something? Salvation. The salvation message is is hidden in the birthing of a child coming out of the womb. We must accept that. It's time for us all to accept that process. I'm going to read something to you. Hold on a second. Let me pull it up. It says here in my notes, something the Lord had gave me. It says, For you have been called to be fruitful and multiply. Talking to you women right now. As a woman, you've been called to be fruitful. From the very beginning of your time, he desires godly offspring. 
you are an incubator of an image barrier, another image barrier of the living God. You are the carrier of the seed, the carrier of the promise. As long as the earth remains, there will always be seed time and harvest time. What does that mean for you? It's time for you to go plant, build, be fruitful, and multiply. And repeat, go plant, build, be fruitful, and multiply. And continuously repeat it. A seed needs water, rain, and sun to grow. And you're waiting for the promise. Grow, grow, beloved. Heaven and earth will pass, but the word remains the same. The word will produce itself. The key is abiding. Learn to and how to abide. That is how you produce. That's how you continuously to produce. Welcome the pruning process. That's how you continue to produce. All things come from him. But what you have comes from God. Every good and perfect gift. Which, by the way, children, God, the Bible said, children are his heritage, his reward. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. Learn to abide. Abide to produce. Abide to his love. Abide to receive the promise, the gift. Follow the command. Be fruitful and multiply. My beloved, accept the fact that you have been adopted. 